Hey everybody, it's your friend C.L. King coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. And we are so delighted to be able to close out the busy broadcast week with all of you that will be tuning in from all across the country and around the world, as well as those that will be downloading our podcast in over 40 different countries. So here we are tonight. I am so delighted. I'm so excited. I'm overjoyed to bring into our High Definition Virtual Studios our guest for tonight, our dear friend Tara Blue, all the way from the great state of Arkansas. Now listen, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, here's one thing that you got to remember. Oftentimes, we have gotten numbed to people who have overcome significant events in their life. Why? Because we don't know the work, the prayer, the blood, sweat, and tears that went behind the overcoming. Sometimes we see the victory, we look at the joy on the face, we look at the bright colors, we look at the bright glasses, we look at the high heels, but we don't know the dynamics that happen behind the scenes to make that happen. The amount of prayer, the amount of fasting, the amount of crying, the amount of falling down and getting back up. And so on Impacting Life 24-7, tonight we're going to be discussing with our dear friend Tara some very raw and vulnerable components of her life and how she has, with the help of God, overcome each and every one of them. When you get a chance to, to talk to Tara, you'll find out that she is definitely a, a fashion queen. She's also the most magnetic personality in the room, but she's got a story behind the smile. And this is what we want you guys to strap in tonight for, because we don't want you to leave here feeling like you have no hope. When you hear her story of overcoming her health and wellness challenges, when you hear her story of overcoming trauma, when you hear her story of how she has put her faith in God and raising up a family for him, you're going to be inspired to say, hey, if Tara can do it, certainly I can too. And so we're so thankful that everyone will be joining in with us tonight. I want you to get your pen and paper. Uh, if you got questions, you can put them in the chat. But I want everybody from coast to coast and around the world to put your hands together and welcome to our virtual studios, my friend, all the way from Arkansas, Tara Blue. Welcome, Tara. Hey. <laughs> How are you, Tara? I'm doing great. How are you? What'd you think of that intro? Pretty good. I say that the intro is worth the price of admission. So thank you so <laughs> much. Thank you so much for being with us, Tara. I know that you and I have been working on this. Our team is, has been so excited to have you. And, and busy people are sometimes hard to get up with. You know what I mean? If you want something done, get with somebody busy. And I'm just telling you guys the inside secret. Tara is wide open. So you got you to schedule her weeks in advance. Anyway, Tara, I know we got a lot to cover. We got a lot to get through. And uh, I told her she's kind of the co-host tonight. We're letting her dip her toe in the podcast world. She might be the host forever who knows i want you to just tell people real quick so we can get this information out how folks can contact you you can text 1-866-789-2583 the last four digits say blue and you can text the word victory to subscribe to all my latest things that's coming up i can also be found on youtube which i'm working on and i do have a lot of followers on instagram and facebook 
Yeah, you got, she's got thousands, 70,000, I think, on Facebook. I'm just like, man, I I'm, I feel like I'm just a nobody dealing with a celebrity oh, tonight. I got a celebrity, we got a celebrity in the room, uh, and we're very, very thankful for you to be able to take time out of your schedule. You know, it's interesting because, you know, sometimes I interview people from foreign countries, you know, the Netherlands, Switzerland, et cetera, and it'll sometimes be the next day when I'm talking to them, and today I'm talking to the past because you're an hour behind me. So see, you're talking to the future, I'm talking to the past, and we're just gonna make this thing work in, in the, the middle. And we're making it the present. That's exactly right. You see how that works, ladies and gentlemen. So again, if you would like to connect with Tara, you can find her on all major platforms. Tara, should we look at Tara Lachey Blue or Tara Blue? Tara Lachey Blue or hashtag and I did it in a skirt. And I did it in a skirt. I love that she has that on literally everything, all her merch and all that stuff. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But if you'd like to connect with her, just text the word victory to 866-789-2518. Eight, three and uh, people are joining in in our live room uh, from all probably all of Tara's fans because she got a fan base that's out of this world so anyway tell us uh, a little I know you I've been watching you for quite some time even before we discussed uh, having you on the show I said man this this sister has got some dynamite energy and I said man we could really use her on the show but tell us a little bit about yourself Tara well, I'm from Arkansas, as you said, and I have a husband and we have three kids and um, I have a master's in emergency management and I go to First Pentecostal Church and I love the Lord and I think we should die daily. <laughs> yes, you did. That's exactly right. And so when when you when you talk about, you know, your life, you hear the the like I say, we see the finished products or the products that we currently see. And oftentimes people can come to some sort of conclusion based off of, man, she's got this, she, they drive that, they live here, their family is perfect, yada, yada, yada. And so the the unique thing about this is I'm gonna I'm gonna kinda give you an opportunity because your story is so powerful, Tara. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to share with our audience kind of the way that you wanna lay this out and give people a, a better understanding of, uh, because it's gonna lay out great for somebody who will be listening. If you're listening and you've gone through something, you're struggling in an area of your life, our guest tonight, Tara Blue, is gonna help you. So Tara, I, I wanna ask you to kind of paint the picture for us on the, the bigger story of Tara Blue. Well, I'm going to discuss my testimony um, of all the trials that I have been through and how yet I never gave up on God. Yes. So I will get very, very, very emotional. Um, it's not that I'm sad anymore. Sometimes it's like the goodness. It's Well, it is. It's the goodness of God when I look back over my life, all the things that he's done. So I'm going to dive in and he's going to guide me because he knows I'm super nervous. Um, I'd rather sing than, than do this. So, <laughs> so here we go. Um, your life is made up of two things, the life you experience and the meaning you give life. So I wanted to go into a couple of scriptures that I feel will benefit all of you listeners. So I've had many people want to know my story and I have future podcasts that's being released, but he is the first one to hear, to do my full story. So I'm super excited to share it with the world. Hey man, she came on Impacting Life 24-7 and we're going to measure all other podcasts by this one right here. I'm delighted that we got to be first. Great job, Tara. 
All right. Okay. So unto the woman, we're going to go to Genesis three Unto the woman. He said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow in thy conception. So right there in the Bible, God's already telling us that women, he's going to greatly multiply thy sorrow. So we're already going it where we're going to battle things as a mom, as a person, as a Christian, all the components to that scripture. But then I'm going to go over to how Ecclesiastes 3, which is my favorite chapter in the Bible. Okay. Because it's like to, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to uproot. A time to kill, a time to heal, a time to tear down, but yet a time to build. Mm -hmm. A time to weep, a time to laugh which is my personality, but there's also a time to mourn, a time to dance and a time to gather up those stones and a time to let them go. But there's a time to embrace, a time to refrain from embracing and a time to search, a time to give her, to never give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear down, a time to mend, time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Mm. Yes, absolutely. So, you know, and then we go over. So we have the beginning in Genesis, like a life, we're born. But then we become a new creature later on. And then in Revelations, God says at the end, he, God will wipe away all of our tears from their eyes. And there shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. Neither shall there be any more pain for the former things are passed away. Mm. So we have. Well, the circle of life. So yeah. there's, there's creation or growth of a season. And there's the destruction. And um, then there's the growth, the rebirth. Sometimes we think that in the darkest part of our life, we have been buried. But in fact, we've actually been planted. It's, mm. a, necess it's a necessary part of life because actually in those dead moments, it's where we become planted. The seasonings of life, God loves us so much that sometimes he does things to get our attention. For example, as a child, I'll just tell you my story real quick. It's not real quick, but it's 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 for me to go through what I've done. I could have went one way or the other, right. but I chose not to let my past defile me. Okay. So as a child, I grew up, I'm fourth generation Pentecostal. And I had great grandparents. They're still alive in their 80s. And then I had my mom and dad, and it was a broken marriage. He left when I was six, and he gave up rights to me. And then I was adopted by my stepdad. And my stepdad uh, molested me and raped me for nine years. So through all of this, though, it started at age seven, and it didn't end until I was 16 years old. And as a kid... You, you have everything right in front of you. Like I had the good church. The church kept me active with God. But little did they know the girl with the smile, the one that won most talented, best personality. Little did they know there was a secret. And that secret was boggling me down. And I was drowning. Um, I, for my mom, um, I'll just tell you, my mom was in on it in the beginning but in the end, my mom, y'all, my mom wanted me to keep it a secret. So I kept it a secret. 
And then at 16, we finally turned in my stepdad. But guess what happens when I turned in my stepdad? What happened? I, I'm the liar. I'm the troublemaker. It never happened, et cetera, et cetera. And as a child, my whole, I felt like my whole future was being taken away from me. Full ride scholarship to Harding University. Everything was taken from me as if it was my fault. And I was thrown into foster care for a short period until my grandparents were able to get me. Well, let me pause you right there. For those of you that are tuning in to Impact Life 24-7, we're joined by a very dear, special friend. She's become like my, I think I'm older than you, so she's my little sister, uh, Tara Lachey Blue. And if you'd like to connect with her, I would love for you to go text 866, and text the word VICTORY to 866-789-2583, and you can connect with her on all social media platforms. She has tens of thousands of people that follow her because of the impact and the dynamic story that she has and the way that she lives life. So you were molested for many years and this is in the 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s? About 84, you yeah. know, actually 90. It started in 1991. I'm 38. Okay. So, now so 1991. 1991. And, you know, the, the interesting thing is, is that these stories that we hear, Tara, we would think that this stuff was happening, you know, back in the 50s and 60s, or like in my time in the 70s, where the notion was, hey, keep this stuff undercover, you know, keep these, keep thrown these under the rug. thrown under the rug. And that's what, that's where we get the whole generational curse stuff from, because we never dealt with it. It was just always hidden and always secretive. But you had to carry this around as a, as a young lady. And I can imagine the weight that was, you know, around you and your your mental state, uh, the dynamics of the weight that was with you. And so as you as you made the brave decision to to come out and, and let people know what had happened to you, what you sh should have after day one, um, then, you know, I can imagine the other piece where people didn't believe you. I, I know that had to hurt. Oh, yes. You know, I, I still to this day don't understand a lot of things, but I know as I progressed in life and um, he, he did end up going to prison, he admitted it. So it, life got, life did get somewhat better, mm -hmm. but I had to grow up fast. I got married young. Um, I pretty much, I was running from God. I was running from God because of the trauma. Mm. So like, when you're in that season, and if you've been in my shoes, it wasn't just a one-time, two-time deal. It was every day of my life. If I was if I was home, from the time I was seven years old until the day I turned him in at sixteen years sixteen years old. Wow! So it was it was a life that no one should have to live, and it was a constant battle of wanting approval from everyone. My mom. Um, it, I mean, I'm being honest, my mom became my best friend and I'll go into that, but it took God. But my mom, I remember me turning her in and she's saying, Tara, I, I hate you. She said, I hate you and I'm not going to have any money. Her main goal was money, 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 money. But my mom had great parents, a great life. She just got messed up. The devil had a hold on her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I relate my life. To, I, I ran from God and I ended up getting married 
And I was with my first husband for over nine years. And then his brother committed suicide. I got on drugs. I'm, I'm telling like, I, I done everything that you can imagine, but, but running. But the one thing that I held on to is every night when I went to sleep, I would cry myself to sleep because mm. I had roots of where I knew I grew up in the church. I knew right. there was a God. And even in those trials, I knew that he was there. Um, you know, pain comes in many shapes. Um, I, I, I remind my life, it's kind of like Noah, Noah and Job. Um, Noah's faith gave him the title of the herald of righteousness. And Job's faith proved that his redeemer lived. In those trials of both of those men, they lived long enough to see their trials come to a happy ending. They both survived a variety of storms and very intense trials. They were misunderstood. They were mishandled. They were maligned by people who should have been there for them and protected them, but they didn't. Remember that I say this all the time to my people that have followed me. Remember that your greatest test will be how you handle people who mishandled you. Yeah, your greatest test will surely be how you handle people who mishandled you. And you know, um, Tara, you you just by virtue of you coming on here, uh, that's this is what I wanted to lay this foundation for because you guys who know Tara and uh, I, I know just a little bit of her. I know she's crazy, but she's but when you look when you look at her and her presentations and how she carries her life you don't realize, man, what somebody has overcome. And that's why we brought Tara on to Impact Life 24-7. We have people on here who have 144 shows every year, and we don't discount one story of overcoming. See, see, and there will be people, Tara, that will listen to this later that might be in a village in the Philippines who, have, who are going through maybe the same thing you went through. And your words today will be able to impact them thousands of miles away. So, man, your your words are very, very valuable and we need them. You moved in with your grandparents and how did life change then? Well, I, I after I got with my grandparents, you know, I got married and I went, I was with my first husband, but it failed. And then I'm being honest, I back, I, I, I fell back on God because I couldn't get over what had happened to me. So I had, I have two failed marriages and I've been with my husband now almost 10 years. Um, in the middle of that, I done everything that you can imagine underneath the sun. Am I proud of it? Absolutely not. But I will say this. Sometimes in life, we, in those moments, they don't make sense. But I tell people all this time, all the time. I've watched people commit suicide. I have been through failed marriages. I was molested as a child. I've been rejected. I've been, and then on top of that, my, my heaviness, I was, I got to almost 500 pounds and they couldn't figure out why. So not only did I, did I, it was taking a mental toll, not only on my mind, mm -hmm. but on my body. Yeah. And I, I came back home. Uh, my mom had gotten sick. She wasn't in the best health. Best health. He later on married an amazing man who I call my. He was, he was a lot young, uh, a lot younger than her. Actually, only five years older than me. 
but he had an old soul and he was a great man. Well, in the middle of all of that, another trial hit us at the door. Okay. My mom got very, very sick and I came home to take care of her. So I moved back to Little Rock, started going, trying to go back to church. I met Larry and I had a child and um, she was on a feeding tube till she was two and a half years old. And they kept me in the hospital till two and a half months to keep her alive and me. Um, they told me that she was going to die and she does not have a feeding tube anymore. God healed her and it was taken out at three years old. Wow. But then right after that, um, we thought we were doing good. You know, it's like, it's like a yo-yo. Right. Like it's good. You, you, you always ask yourself, when is that mountaintop going to end? Cause that valley's coming. Yeah. Okay. And then we had my, um, my husband's parents were killed in a car wreck at the same time. My son, who has who was diagnosed with autism very young, was born on the exact one year of their death. And we named him Titan. And our bishop called him our warrior, a prayer warrior, because his name, come to find out, meant warrior. Okay. So later, so after that, then my mom got deathly sick again. I got COVID. They thought I was going to die. I was sick for 12 weeks, one of the first ones in Arkansas to get it. And when they took me by ambulance, I was at 40%. I knew, I kept telling my husband and my mom that I loved them. My stepdad died. I got healed. My good stepdad, not mm -hmm. the bad one. Right. And then later on, my mom ended up with COVID and she passed away. But even on her deathbed, she was telling me she was sorry. Mm. And I kept telling my mother that, mom, I, I didn't forgave you a long time ago. Like that is a, she became my best friend. But if it wasn't for God, that would have never, ever, ever happened. Well, because mom, mom's like, you know, mom and I had a very odd relationship because it was, I felt like it was a lot of, um, she tried to relive her life through me. But also, it was a nagging like you, you just people who know my mom know. But my mom had that lit up face. She was Miss Arkansas runner up at one point. She could light up a room. Um, my mom was a great person. She was just bound. And I know that people are like, how in the world, Tara, can you speak to your mother? If and I'm gonna be honest, if that man who molested me was to walk into the room right now, I could speak to him. I could say, I couldn't be his friend, but I'd be like, hey, how are you? Because at the end of the day, he's still a soul. Mm -hmm. And I, even if he doesn't, even if he don't think he done anything wrong, I have to forgive him. Because if I want victory and be able to walk in dominion, I'm going to have to forgive him and let things go. You know, that's interesting that you say that, Tara, because again, our stories, you, you're, you're tuning in to Impacting Life 24-7, y'all, and I knew this one was gonna be heavy. That's why we saved her to the last, we saved the best for last. Tara Blue from Arkansas, you can connect with her by texting the word VICTORY to 866-789-2583. Be a part of her group and follow her. Also, you can get up with her on all social media platforms and her website is underway. She is a she is a tremendous, tremendous voice in the kingdom of God and in the natural world as well. And so we 
made the negotiations to get her on this show because, man, hearing her story and what she just finished with there is kind of what I had to experience on my book tour in Ohio, Tara. You know, I went to Ohio for the first leg of my book tour, right? And Ohio is the place where all those dark, deep, abusive things happened to me. And I actually went to those houses, man. There's those houses are long, people, all of them are dead, you know, the whole nine yards. But I went back to that street, 3830 East 146th Street. And I had to bring to town, not my book, not my eloquence of speech, I had to bring to town forgiveness. And when I was saying, when I came to that in front of that driveway and said, you know what, I know my grandmother's dead, my dad is dead, my mother lives somewhere else, but I come to this city with, with the basket of forgiveness, it liberated me. You know what I'm saying? It, whether, they, whether they can hear you say, I forgive you or not, the liberty comes from when you say, man, this no longer has me in a pit of bitterness. And, it, and, and you know, sometimes it's easier said than done. Some, you know what I mean, Tara? Sometimes it is a challenge. And, it's still, and, and, you know, people, I heard someone say one time, well, if you can still cry, if you're crying, you're not over it. No, I totally disagree. <laughs> yeah, I disagree too, right? Yeah. Because you're the pain is still there. Right. The pain makes this grow. So, and I look back, there's so many trials that I'm not even going to discuss today that we have been through that you, I'm just giving y'all the short version. Y'all are not knowing the nights I slept on the street or the nights I did this to, to do this and to do that. Like y'all, yeah, but I, but I had a foundation and I knew if there was somewhere in my life, if I did not get myself together, I was going to be dead Yeah. or, um, I was going to go to hell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just keeping it real. At right. the end of the day, I could not let what happened to me boggle down my mind to right. where I will never, ever be nothing. Because my whole life, it's, oh, my God, you're never going to amount to nothing. It's been that my entire life. But, you know, and when I came back to God, I, I've said this before, too. Don't ever think that you're not good enough or you're unworthy. Right. Because like the prodigal son, I came back to God. And I expected so little from God. Mm-hmm. But he gave me that so much for. You know, at the end of the day, I I can't I cannot fathom my life in I should write a book. Um because at the end of the day, I look back and I can truly say, I used to say, God, why me, why me, why me, God? Why? But now I look back at my life and I told somebody this the other day. If I had not gone through all of that defeat in those trials, would I ask myself, you can ask yourself, would you live for God? Right. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. You know, she said something very interesting. I think I've taught on this before that one of the one of the unique things about the prodigal son and you church folk need to listen. OK, all y'all Holy Ghost filled, sanctified, tambourine banging people. Listen to me closely. <laughs> 
what we what we consider restoration you better look at the prodigal son scenario a little closer okay and i'm gonna help you because the prodigal son when he came back he was given some articles okay he was he was given some articles of clothing some shoes and a ring now the ring represents his authority that he assumed from the father understand this that when he got that ring put back on his finger it wasn't that he had to work back up to the authority it wasn't that he had to pay restitution to gain that authority the father said get these servant clothes off of him and get my authority back on him get my covering get my anointing back on him and we've got to make sure that in the body of Christ we let people know that this is not like some probation court of man when you fall that we want you to clean the toilets for 90, 92 weeks and then be on the lawn maintenance team. When, when the father saw him, he ran and hugged him and kissed him. And then he immediately, the Bible describes how he put these articles of clothing and the ring back on him. And, you know, I, I can imagine the type of experience that you felt. You know, like, hey, man, am I good enough? How are people going to view me? But God doesn't view us like that when we when when we have trials in our life. Right, Tara? Right. You know, uh, Brother Cornelius Williams preached a message. I actually sent it to you about um, overcoming trauma, basically. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and and how those char there's chariots in your life and the chariots are the trials. Right. And, you know. He said he made this statement, and I, I bawled that entire message. <laughs> I got a blessing off of it. But he said, God wants more than a person to get victory. Mm -hmm. He said, well, you know, when he said that, I was like, what? You know, like, so I really paid close attention to what he said. Right. Because God will get, like, I've had victory for about three years that I fully got over what happened in, in my past and I've let God and just let it go and let God but when you get to that point of victory according to the message he preached the other night yeah. there's more than victory God wants something 10 times better and not only that he he gives you victory but the next level is you're more than a conqueror yeah and you're not here he said we're not here we're winning these battles because they're going to come up People's going to bring up the past. They're going to bring up all those things. The right. trauma's going to hit you. Smells. All these different things are going to affect you. And people are going to throw it in your face. They're going to expect you to be that child. I mean, I live in the same exact home. Well, not the same home, but the same piece of property that this stuff happened to me on. Oh, wow. Yes. So every road, everywhere I've ever been that he's ever messed with me is all in this area. So well, we're not here to win the bat. We're not here to win the battles. We're, as Cornelia said the other night, Brother Williams, he said, we're here to win the war. Yes. So all these little things that come up against us, no matter what it is, whether it's weight loss or if you're fighting a battle or you're on drugs or you don't feel loved or you feel you're unworthy. I Believe it or not, I lack so much confidence. My husband gets on to me all the time. Believe it or not, yes, Tara does not have all the confidence that the world thinks she does. I like it very well. I was just taught you wear color 
to bring out your personality. Right. Well, you do, and you definitely do bring out color for sure. I, you got some. I wanted those. Uh, I wanted those. Hey, dudes, last night. I said, man, I wish you could get those in a size fourteen. I would rock them things. But again, <laughs> my husband wears a fifteen. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so text the word victory to eight six six seven eight nine two five eight three. And listen, somebody in the chat said this is this is helping them, and we and this is one thing that I have. I did the research on this because you know, being a child of of trauma, childhood trauma, they said there's about 50 million, listen ladies and gentlemen, 50 million adults walking around today that have had some form of childhood trauma. And, yes. ma and many millions of adults that have had the top three, where it be physical, sexual, and verbal. And so, to put all that together and then still live in the same locale. You know, I'm blessed, Tara. I live 745 miles away well, from I, what... It, and I think that's what makes it harder. So being able to go to this, you know, where it happened, every everyone was there, you know, I, I still have to face those battles on a daily basis. So, yeah. Yeah, but it, you... But but see the thing is that you're understanding the battle versus the war, and that's that's very very powerful. I know, man. I know everybody is, is uh, definitely blessed by hearing this. But I want to talk another part, Tara. I want you to talk to us about the other battle and war that you are definitely winning. The you know you your health and wellness because I I know you talk about that. You deal with that. I, I'm amazed and kind of honored at how you're 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 very. Um, you're very transparent about about it all, and it really it really moves me because you know some some folks wouldn't even talk about their weight as an issue or something that they're overcoming until they get all the way to the finish line. But you're you're living this journey out loud. Tell us about tell us about this whole journey, Tara. Well, I I started. You know, I was already battling depression and anxiety and all those things. My self worth. Does God really love me? Because I would do things. The problem about it was, is I would do things in order to try to get people to love me. That's how bar. Oh, I can't say that word correctly because I'm a country little girl, but <laughs> vulnerable or whatever. Vulnerable. Yeah, that's right. Yes. So I I battled that because of of what happened to me as a kid. But I started gaining a lot of weight, and I would lose weight, gain weight. I went keto. I lose a lot of weight. And let me tell y'all. I may have been almost 500 pounds, but everybody that knows me knows I can work, walk circles around people. <laughs> I worked on my feet. I got a degree. I went and got my master's. I actually three classes away from a second. I worked two jobs and I had kids and took care of a home. So, and I worked on my feet. Okay. So I wasn't a lazy person that sat around. They, I knew something was wrong. And as the person who worked the medical field, I honestly thought it was cancer. Mm -hmm. And so I had a lot of tests done. They couldn't figure it out. I had weight loss surgery. And instead of losing weight, I only lost 60 pounds in the first six months. Mm -hmm. It wasn't until I was praying and fasting and someone came up to me at church and was like, Tara, you need to go see this hormone doctor. So I went to this hormone doctor and did blood work. And, um, they found out I had Hashimoto's. Oh, so wow. I was running and swimming 
and doing all these things. Some of it she even had me stop doing because it was causing trauma on my thyroid. She took me off every medication I was on. She put me on the three vitamins that she said I was lacking and a medication called NT thyroid. Okay. And she cut my dairy out. And in the middle of me running and walking and, and, and praying daily, I'm like, God, I need you. I need you to help me. They, I'm now almost in remission for hash mottos, and I've lost over 200 pounds. Over 200 pounds. Wow. That is so, man, I should hit the applause, but y'all, isn't that amazing? Now, 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 you know, one thing, one thing that's really cool about that journey is you were you were you were gaining and losing gaining and losing so you were trying to figure out you were trying to understand what was happening right but they also did come back and tell me it's an autoimmune disease and come to find out i started out getting psoriasis mm. and they're like well that is the reason this is happening they one of their first questions was guess what tara have you had any trauma in your life mm. so apparently if you have trauma and as a child they described how it happens but it can cause you later in life where your body just it, it's trying to fight it and you end up with an autoimmune disease it could be lupus it mm -hmm. could be but mine was and mine could I, I in jesus name i won't but i have two i had psoriasis and they found i had hashimoto's so okay. trauma affects not only your mind but it does affect your body as well. It surely does. And I want to ask you a question, you know, just just so people can understand this, you know, at your at your peak, what was your max weight? 477 pounds. 477 pounds. I need my charger over there. Well, one of the things that that I, I, I mean, plug mine in. Uh, how did you hear me say that? Or can you read lips? No, I can hear you say it. And really? I my did you did you turn down? I thought I turned the microphone down. Can you still hear me? Yes. Well, why isn't that working, Mariah? Do I got it plugged into the right thing? Oh well, I'm glad I didn't say nothing bad. <laughs> yeah, they're not supposed to be able to hear me out there in Impactville. Which one are you turning down? I'm I'm turning this one down. That's funny. <laughs> Here we are in the studio, and I'm like, yeah, I can't stand Tara. <laughs> That is just not supposed to work like that. Oh so we just had a big event and we plugged, unplugged all of our stuff. So it's probably that I plugged it back in wrong because that is supposed to be a mute feature. Because <laughs> I was, we have a soundboard in the studio, <laughs> and so I just pull, I just pulled the thing down. I was wondering how she was. I was like, man, she can really read lips good. <laughs> So, see, Mariah came into the studio. You're up on a big screen over there. And so we're joined our guest by, uh, uh, our guest is uh, Tara Blue. And I'd like you to text the word VICTORY to 866-789-2583. Thank you for coming through uh, for that for me, Mariah. That number? I, that number, again, is 866-789-2583. She goes to a huge, dynamic apostolic pentecostal church there in arkansas where everybody talk country so <laughs> uh, actually you know my good friends go to your church uh her peak do you know him do you oh know yeah him? i love them yeah, yeah we went Rashad, to church I used to, go, I used to go to Rashad, his wife's house when i was 
younger. Okay, cool. Yeah, we we went to church together in Newport, North Carolina, years ago. So uh, I was I, I was cool to be able to see him out there with you all. So now I got two connections there. You never know, man. I might have to come to Arkansas you and visit. Come on, yeah, come on and visit y'all. So anyway, yeah, for for I don't uh, y'all make sure that when I get done with this team that y'all get my soundboard fixed because when I turn it down, I don't want people to hear what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all, that's that's the beautiful thing about that's why we do it live, y'all, because uh, I want I want everybody to know that we try to get it right the first time, even with a hiccup like that. So, Tara, one one of the questions I want to ask you though is, you know, have you discovered any um, unexpected benefits or positive changes in your life as a result of this weight loss journey? Oh, absolutely. Um, I get to y'all. It's so funny. Like everyone who's smaller they don't I get to enjoy the things that most people would take for granted mm -hmm. um, being able to cross my legs uh, being able to ride rides sitting in a booth at a restaurant um, it seems so little <laughs> but y'all don't even know the journey running stairs um, walking I can literally go to Branson and be able to walk all the big hills if you've ever been to Branson Silver Dollar City you totally understand where I'm coming from uh -huh. um, you can literally I've been able to do so much and enjoy my family and kids that you could ever I mean I when I first started my weight loss journey you know what I was doing what? I was sitting on a trampoline which there's a real doing sit-ups I remember seeing it almost 500 pounds trying to do sit-ups the downfall to weight loss surgery is all of the skin. And I'm just real and I'm raw, so I'm just telling you. They say I have 50 pounds of excess skin already. And in order for it to be touched, I would have to lose 60 more pounds. Oh, well, you got that in the bag. You can just blink on that. It's, a, it's oh. no problem. As, as as much energy as you expand on your lives, y'all got to go check her lives out. I'm I'm oh, just yeah. I'm I'm low maintenance compared to her lives. She's dynamic and she's got such a, a tremendous uh, what she does. I'll have her get into details about that in a little bit. But let me ask you just one more question. Support can play a crucial role in achieving you know your weight loss goal. So can you talk about people, resources, and strategies uh, for you? that that give you support and encouragement along this way you know that that you're getting well number one i would say god i went to prayer meeting every single morning our church is open 24 hours a day to go in and pray at any time we want um uh, we're big on prayer at church mm -hmm. uh second would be my husband and third would honestly be my hormone doctor and and then the fourth would be myself you have to have the mentality to say, I can do this. I can do this. And if you fall, you get back up and you just start again. You're, I have bad days and then I have good days. You know, um, my family though, like my husband really chimed in with me. Um, and he would walk with me. The kids would walk with me. We went to the park like every single day and we would go to different areas in order to get that support. But, and honestly, my pastor is very, very supportive. Um, to have such a large church, I mean, he texted me today. So, other uh, than wow. so I mean, he he's very, very, he's in. I mean, he he's good. Yeah, what's the name of your church? I want people to go check it out because it's on fire. What's the name of your church? First Pentecostal Church of North Little Rock, Arkansas, and I am under. Pastor Nathan Holmes and I grew up under Bishop Holmes. Yeah, and I'm telling you, they got like a the sanctuary seats about five thousand people, so uh, probably more than that. It looks like, and it's just a dynamic. 
I mean, I, I go watch them. If I'm feeling low on Sunday night, I go tune into them, and I'm like running around the bedroom after I'm finished watching Our, their church. <laughs> yes, God has been awesome, but that that we I grew up in the church ever since fifty two, ever since fifty second place when there was only like a hundred of us, and there's really? now, and I'm thirty eight years old, and yeah. there's about probably about two or three thousand. And yeah. our school alone has almost 500. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Christian school is, man, I'm definitely a proponent of that. We did that with our children. So, again, now let's just talk one last question. What do you, what do you, how do you handle the, the, what do you call it, the plateaus of, of, of weight loss? How do you deal with that? Because you're an overcomer, okay? You're, you're a conqueror. You, you, you have, the schematics for and the dna to overcome things and so this is just another example of of really being dedicated to overcoming but how do you deal with when you are used to seeing this you know probably rapid in the beginning and then you got peaks and valleys how do you deal with those well it, with hash models the 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 hormone doctor told me one time no matter what i do even if i do everything correctly if I'm in any sort of stress or anything, the scale can literally go up 20 pounds in one week. Oh, wow. And then the following week, it'd be right back down. Right. So I have been battling between 290 and the lowest is 271. Right now, this morning, I was 285. So it's a yo, it, it, I can't seem to get below that just yet, but you have to realize I also have 50 pounds of excess skin. Yeah. Which carries water. Yeah. So it's just, uh, I, I just say, if you don't, you just can't give up. Like you have to make up in your mind if you're going to do something. Like you can't, you cannot just say, I'm going to do it and then not do it. If you say you go on a diet for a week or you cut out dairy, which was the big component for me. That's what made me lose weight. There was days that I messed up. But yeah. then I just got right back up and started over again. And I continued to walk, 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 walk. And I need to be drinking more water. Yeah, I heard you talking about some sodas. You better leave them diet sodas alone. I saw that live. No, uh, no. Uh, tell your husband. I know he's watching. No more diet sodas for Tara. She. Everybody. I type love in the, come and go diet. No, nope, we don't want to hear it. Put it in the put it in the chat, everybody. No more diet sodas. I'll, I'll, I'll just go on a fifty-two day fast of diet coke. There you go. That's that's a, a fifty-two day fast will do it. That you beat out in the one hundreds. So anyway, we're we're blessed. We're joined by such a such a wonderful soul such a such a woman of god uh sister tara tara blue out of are you in north little rock yes okay so you know tommy uh officer tommy norman i do yeah we we follow um we follow all the stuff that he does he's an amazing human being i, I mean, love yes. I'd love to come out there and just meet him because he's, he is, oh man, he's well, such. I'll inbox him when I get off. Inbox him and tell him I like to have him on the show. Because I, okay. I, I inbox him. I inboxed him at his peak and I could, I think I was dealing with a secretary. Didn't nobody respond. No, but I'll, I, I'll ask him. Okay. Yeah. I would love to, because, because he is, he typifies what, what, what the ultimate law enforcement officers should, in my opinion, should be do. like. Yeah, he is. We know all the people. We know the the all star crew. We know all the people that he that he ministers to, and he really does take that as a ministry. So anyway, and he's I know got we'll, a power. 
story. Yeah, he does. And and I know we only got a few more minutes left. I get, I told Tara our show is usually 30 minutes, but who can bring two Pentecostals together and they talk for only 30 minutes? Who could possibly do that? So the the last the last area is what you're doing in terms of well, I got a couple last areas. I think you're getting into foster care. Is that what you're doing too? Yes. Tell us about that. All right. Um, we were going to do a kinship for two babies that were helping if mom was to lose them again. And then my husband also wants to open up and try to get a little boy because I know what it's like to have to go in foster care and be a teenager at 16 years old and having to deal with that. So mm. my heart's there. Um, and then, I just church, church is number one priority. Yeah. So, and again, because foster care is so important to me, I was in foster care for the first 18 years of my life. I am, I'm a big advocate on, hey man, let's continue to raise this conversation. You know, North Carolina ranks 39 out of 40 something states in foster care. We just don't have the people to do it. And I've done several three night series on it. It really bothers me that we have kids that have to stay in psychiatric institutions or the, the on the couch on the, the couch, workers couch the, yeah like that on it and and honestly i just had to open up a whole set of wounds going through the trauma class for foster care i yeah. cried the entire session and i wow. know they were looking at me like i was crazy but like what's wrong with you yeah yeah, and it was so very difficult. These kids go through so much. They do. And and listen, ladies and gentlemen, this is what I want you to see, man. Somebody this Tara is as real as they get. And and you see that she always refers back. She always circles back to her foundation and what your found what your foundation is My built roots. on. Right. What your foundation is is what really what you are. And so you might see the the bright colored hair bows and hot six inch shoes and all that. But the truth of the matter, but the truth of the matter is that her foundation and her family's foundation is built on God, trusting in God. And we have always told people who come on this show, our show is not necessarily a faith show, but we are people of faith on this show. So sometimes people will come on and say, am I allowed to say anything about the Lord? I'm like, uh, uh, yes, hello, this is what we do on here. And so now you're, you're, you're a business mogul too. Like, I'm like trying to, I want to like, hey man, can I bring my books on your lives and you sell them for me? Because I'm like, this, know, right? this, this sister is a business mogul. Now tell us about your, 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 your entrepreneurship, because that's really amazing. And you just have hundreds of people, thousands of pe uh, people viewing and following and responding. Tell us how you got into all of this. Well, I, I do a lot. I, I do sometimes eBay and Macari, but honestly, the stuff that you've been seeing is clothes that I've had since I was 16 years old. And a lot of the stuff that I had from losing so much weight or my kids outgrown and everyone has always rebought my clothes. So, and they do well because everybody likes the extra in the color and because there ain't no cute clothes for plus size people. Yeah. So I think the Lord needs to provide me a boutique. What do you think? I think you need one. Yeah, Tara's boutique. Yes. Tara Blue's boutique because she said, ain't no cute clothes for plus size women, but you rock no. them, sister. I'll be, I watch. Skinny. 
I will focus on the plus size women. It's a, it's a, it's a forgotten, uh, you know what I mean? It's a forgotten part of society. And so, hey, hey, Celia, I still got to ask you a question this week. So thank you so much. Love you, Celia Kibler. She is the pumped up parenting expert, and uh, she's a uh, we're part of a collaborative effort together called the International Day of Calm. And so just seeing her in the comments. But you know, one of the things that I that I appreciate about what you're doing is you know a lot of people are scared to start a side hustle or scared to kind of get out there and, and work for themselves how did you how did you do it i mean what was the start for you well student loans oh really <laughs> yeah yeah loans. <laughs> no i've always been a real my grandpa my my grandpa had his own business and he makes floss teeth and crowns and yes and we grew up on a farm and so I was raised that if you want anything in life, you have to work. Yeah. And so I to go and do and do all these things, but I ain't gonna lie, you know I'm a cheapskate. I like everything's for a bargain. Right, right. <laughs> I ain't buying it if it ain't if it ain't cheap. I'm not talking about on sale. It has to be a good deal. Yeah, I see some of your deals. Sometimes she'll be selling, she'll say, I got this for a quarter, I got this for twenty-five cents, a nickel. I'm just I'm like, man, how do I get? I need to get. Obviously, I'm in the wrong business. I mean, when <laughs> you can get like, when you can get like Michael Core brand new boots for five yeah. to ten dollars. I mean, that's where it's at. Yeah, that that's exactly right. So, just to, I know we only got three minutes left, but listen, Tara, I want you to know that that you have, you have definitely warmed the hearts of our audience. I know that people will download this later and they'll be touched because the truth of the matter is your story is dynamically dynamic and one of the areas that I that I see is you having to face those roads every day that you that you that were traumatizing to you as a kid and so there are people out there Tara that are listening right now and I would like for you to give them your heart and speak to them because there's some people that are going through, they got all the residual and peripheral effects of life going on because of their trauma. And maybe some of the, some of the, the, maybe some of the things that are happening to them are, are things that resonate with you, you know, um, trying to get your health under control, trying to deal with anxiety and depression and, and they just feel like they're just going around in circles then they come across this lady named Tara Blue, who's got the joy of the Lord and is and is really impacting the everything. Right. And so I want you to I want you to speak to th those people, those ladies, probably in particular, but men, too. You know, men are definitely go through trauma. I'm one of them. I like for you to speak to them and just give them a word of encouragement from your heart. I, I had wrote down something and I, I know I'm reading it from the paper, y'all, but this is like, I cried over this. Um, and I want you guys to hear this little paragraph. Beautiful seeds bloom all the difficult seeds that has been planted. So ask yourself, if the flower didn't bloom, do you blame yourself or do you get to the root cause of it? We are the flower. If we aren't growing or stuck in our past, ask yourself, what are you listening to? What are you reading? What are you watching? And who are you hanging hanging around? You, um, you know, it's best to be fasting and praying. If you want freedom, you have to learn to forgive. If you want victory, you have to 
learn to forgive everything. My roots in life, even in sin, is what kept me going. I had a grandmother that prayed for me. So never, ever, ever give up on your child or your loved one that has been through trauma because God can heal old wounds. What is planted in you will remain as long as you stay prayed up and can forgive. Because once you've been forgiven and you've said you're sorry, you've done everything in your power and there's nothing else that can be done. You have to let go and let God. Remember that without darkness, there's without darkness, there's no light. Without struggle, there's no beauty. Without pain, there is no joy. And without grief, there's no love. And without death, there's no life. You are not defined by your past, and you are not your mistake. And beautiful thing about God is you can always change and replant and start over. But in your struggles, in your dark times, you may not see God. You may not think that he's there, but remember that he's always there. He, it's a necessary that God is seizing you in that moment. He's preparing you to say that pain is part of the process because you can't grow without struggle. Remember that he loved us so much that he gave us pain. He entrusted us with pain so that we may grow because victory is not gained by our own strength. Victory is given as a gift first. And victory is a choice. We can either live in bitterness or we can live in peace. God has transformed my pain into power. And, you know, I went back to there's there's two parts of circle of life. I love my so-called circle of life because it's made me into the person that I am today. It's gave me victory for my family. It can give you victory for your family and whatever you've overcome. So when I would ask God, why me? Why me? Now I turn around and say, God, why not me? My, 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 my. When you are asking yourself, why me? Imagine. Can now, you can now say, God, why not me? I remember. I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't be living for him if he hadn't done it. Yeah, you wouldn't be living for him. And thank God that he did. And those valleys teach us growth. So we have been blessed with an hour of dynamic, vulnerable, transparent truth. And Tara, I just want you to know that I do not ever minimize or get tired of hearing how powerful our God is. Never. And sometimes when we look at people, and I continue to say this because people expect that out of me. There's a guy that talks to 100,000 people a year. He can't ever have a bad day. We 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 still have those days. We still struggle. <laughs> oh, yeah. But it's that we go back to our foundation. And our foundation it It's his, you know, like the song said, his goodness is running after me. That's exactly right. His goodness is running after me. So, Tara, we're going to have you back again and uh, we'll just Maybe we'll do a live with you selling all your clothes. Who knows? But yeah, oh she's got God. a she's got a hashtag that says, and I did it in a skirt. Is that the hashtag? I did it all of this in a skirt, all okay. in modesty. What's the what's the actual hashtag? How's it go? It's and I did it in a skirt. And I did it in a skirt. Apostolic Pentecostal holiness lady. We're so thankful for 
your testimony. We thank, we're thankful for your family, thankful for your husband. He's so gracious to help us out behind the scenes, right? And be nice to him, okay, Tara? Don't you I be, will, I promise. be being mean to him because I'm on his side. So anyway, <laughs> Tara Blue, you can find her again. Text her at the word, text the word victory to 866-789-2583. We want to thank all of our live audience for joining in. And if you download this and you would like to connect with Tara, you can do so. And all of her information will be in the show notes. So just scroll down there and you'll be able to check it out and connect with her. This is somebody who God is using in this end time hour to show that anything is possible when you put your trust in him. We're so thankful for you, Tara, and uh, thank you for coming on here and letting God use you, okay? We look forward to having you back. All right, thank you. Bye, guys. Take care. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Tara Lachey Blue. I wanna thank everybody, again, for listening to her story. It's not, you know, for those of us who have been physically and sexually abused, it never gets easy to tell that story because it it makes other people even uncomfortable but our stories are not necessarily neatly choreographed ballets some of our stories are many of your stories are riddled with agony and trauma and depression and secrets and so I would tell you that connecting with somebody like Tara Blue, who can pray for you, who can lift you up, who can say, man, forgiveness works for me. And I believe forgiveness is active. So in other words, every time she has to drive past those roads, that she still lives in the same area where these atrocities happened to her as a young kid. When she drives past those, she has to pull back from the silver chalice of heaven, a handful of forgiveness. Because I know the devil would like anything more than to bring her down because she looks at that road and it triggers her to a certain type of feeling or dimension. But what a story to be living within a stone's throw of the areas that were so offensive to you and you're raising up a family you're going to church every Sunday. You're ministering to people across the country and around the world. Tara Lachey Blue is truly, truly a vessel of God. Connect with her. Text VICTORY to 866-789-2583 and hashtag, and I did it in a skirt. <laughs> That's her hashtag. She's got all kind of merch and all different types of things. And really, I feel so uplifted by having her on the on the podcast we're very careful who we have on the show and we're very selective we don't just have anybody on just for the sake of having folks on and i knew she was going to definitely minister to you all so next week we will have a broadcast on tuesday and thursday they're going to give me monday off because it's a holiday thank you all uh, we'll have Evangelist Darian Locklear on. And then on Thursday, September 7th, we'll have Benita Bernie Simmons. And we're going to talk to her about her project in New Bern, North Carolina, My Sister's House, a rehabilitation place for ladies being released from incarceration. I cannot wait to get the update from her. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, again, Tara Lachey Blue, text the word victory to 866-789-2583.
She goes to First Pentecostal Church of Arkansas. Reach out to her on all social media platforms, Tara Lachey, Blue. And if you're going through something, ladies, this is somebody you should connect with. All right, until next time, have a great weekend. Have a great Labor Day. And since I'm the CEO, I gave myself the day off. Nice. Talk to you later.